So hello and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Motorsports. I am your host, the big ticket, the big ticket, not KG, me. Here to talk to you guys about all things motorsports and uh, motorsports related content. There are two versions of the show. There is the audio version that you could catch on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts for that matter because I'm available on all platforms, baby. Um, wherever you choose to listen, I'm there. But you can also watch the uh, the video version on YouTube.com at YouTube.com slash Tyreek Waldron. That's T-A-R-I-G-W-A-L-D-R-O-N. Or simply by searching Let's Talk Cars in the search bar of, you know, in, in YouTube, whatever. Um, my bad there. So. Be sure to rate this show five stars. Uh, and last but not least, if you have any questions, comments, and concerns, feel free to hit me up on Twitter at the Big Ticket 7 I also post uh, updates on the motorsports world as well as news for the show. And um, so follow me on Twitter at the Big Ticket 7 Now, moving on to the show, because you know, let's talk cars. Eh, well, disclaimer. I originally, this is a solo podcast for the most part. I mean, don't get me wrong. If people want to come on, hey, I mean, I might have to uh, give them a little something, something to where they know, you know, some shit to talk about. But for the most part, you know, if, if anybody wants to come up on the show, wants to talk a little something, have a little knowledge about something, something, I could put you on the show real quick. But stepping away from that, a uh, quick disclaimer, had a friend that was supposed to be on this episode. Um... Had a whole episode planned around him being here. You know, he's supposed to be on for about a good 15, 20 minutes. Uh, as you can see, he is not here. Therefore, that's no longer the case because I am now going to be doing this shit by myself as it should be, as I normally do. Um, Bailed on me at the last second. Bastard. Anyway, I will be like kind of going off the cuff because like I said, most of the well, not most of it, but some portions of the show were uh, wrapped around the simple fact that uh, he was on and uh, I was going to be asking him some stuff based off of different pieces of bits of knowledge that he should have known or that I kind of like got him interested in to read and actually, you know, watch and stuff like that. But he's not here, so I'll just be going over that shit, giving you my quick bites and um, pushing past that. This shouldn't be that long of an episode. Honestly, it ain't going to be nothing crazy. If it does end up being something crazy, give it five stars. Shit, help you know, giving me five stars helps level the show up and uh, pushes it through the algorithm. Therefore, bringing me new listeners and stuff like stuff of that nature. Or you can share it, share it with your peoples. You know, put it on Instagram, Twitter. Where else do we share stuff at? Facebook. <laughs> anyway, starting off with Max Verstappen. Max Verstappen has been suffering a lot with did not with do not finishes. Or no, it did not finish his uh, DNFs. They did the same thing. But he has been suffering a lot with that shit. Now, it originally started off as a technical issue with the car. And that technical issue has been reoccurring and reoccurring. And in the last bout, um, I said bout like it's a boxing match. Jesus Christ. In the last race, he uh, was hit in the gearbox and was stuck in a gravel off of, I think, turn four or maybe turn, t- turn two or something like that in the last race. Um, he's been suffering a lot. And I feel as though, you know, that's some that's some bullshit. Simply because of the fact that I know Max Verstappen is... 
he's up there as one of the best. All right? He's up there as one of the best. Had a little brain freeze, but he's up there as as one of the best. And I know for a certain fact, if he were to come back and actually be able to perform uh, with no hiccups in the car and you know not crashing or nothing like that, that he will actually be able to, like I said in the last episode, be highly competitive with Lewis Hamilton and Valtteri Bottas. Um, now, how do they plan to bounce back? That I have no fucking idea because they've been trying to fix the technical issues of this car for like the last four races, last five races, man. I don't know. That's like eight weeks, two months. And this man has still been out of it, out of the race. I might have exaggerated, but he's still been out of the race. Plenty of did not finishes. He's damn near out of championship contention altogether. And... I don't know what plan they got. I don't know what plan they got. Hopefully, there there actually is a plan because you know they've been saying that they're oh we're fixing the car and once we fix the car we'll be able to um he'll be able to just focus on the track. But you can see clear frustration on Max Verstappen's face uh, at multiple occasions. You know throughout the most recent racing times, there's just frustration on his face, and it's understandable. What the fuck is going on with the car? There's a, there's there's a whole team here to fix. Whatever issue there is with this car and to get it back in running order, but something always happens and he never gets to podium. He never finishes, never gets points, nothing. Um, now, I do have some predictions uh, for what is going to happen in the Russian GP. Honestly, I don't think any of them is going to happen because this shit is just nonstop. Something always happens to Max, man. Something always happens to him. And I really, I really hope that it's not to the point where, you know, he's... Uh, like I, I, like, I still want him to be in championship contention. I still want him to have that one good race that brings him back. And then from there, he's just going to keep leveling up, leveling up, leveling up for the uh, for the season finale. You know? And then, then he has actually has some real contention to maybe place top five or some shit. I, I don't know. But uh, for the Russian GP, my expectations for that shit, I expect him to perform. Uh, I expect he's going to be frustrated. Uh, he's going to be pissed off. And, I mean, when you're mad... I don't know, you drive a little bit more reckless, you drive a little bit more dangerous, but for some reason, you drive a little bit better, too, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, like, you might be like, oh, shit, <laughs> that was part of the plan, you know, like, I feel like he's gonna drive so aggressive because he's pissed, and that's gonna allow him to get a W, or at least a very high position in the match, in the race, um, obviously, there is also the possibility that something could happen to his car. So, or happen to him in the actual event. I don't know. I don't know what to say to that. Hopefully everything is going to be good. Hopefully he's 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 going to be all right. But, you know, my predictions ain't always right. I ain't no fortune teller. Um, I don't know if he's going to be effective in a GP. I I definitely want him to be at my I, I definitely and predicting him to be and expecting him to be very effective in the upcoming races before the uh, season is over. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know too much shit going on. Um, but that's really all I got for the Formula One. Um, uh, the next Formula One race is coming up in September 25th on next week, Sunday or something like that. Damn, which I'm recording this, of course, is... I don't know the date, man. I don't keep track of this shit. Uh, Sunday, September. Actually, no, it's Monday. I think it's the 23rd or some shit. Or no, it's not the 23rd. It's like the 21st. Yeah, it's the 21st. I think. I think. I'm not 100% sure. Um, 
I don't, I'm not in school no more. I don't need to remember the date. Anyway, moving on to Formula E. Formula E, Formula E, Formula, Formula, Formula Electric. Now, COVID-19 has affected, you know, all things, everything that you could possibly fucking think of. But how has it affected Formula E? Obviously, just like every other race, Formula E has no fans. Um, no fans are, are going to be permitted in the areas. Uh, I mean, even if they are, they're going to be very spread out, very thin. There's only going to be a limited amount that could uh, pull up to the race. Um, now, there have been plenty of stuff going on. You know, uh, obviously, Formula E ended in August. They had their finale in August in Berlin. I th- yeah, in Berlin. Yeah, yeah. In Germany. Where, where Berlin is in Germany, right? Yeah, in Berlin. Uh, they had their season finale whatever and you know representatives and uh different people are trying to give their two cents to come up with a dollar on what they're trying to do to innovate and uh prepare for 2021 because you don't know how long this covid stuff is going to last and uh with some of these cases some of the infection uh numbers rising again we don't really know what the hell is going to be happening but they're trying to innovate and they're trying to create new things and a new schedule they're definitely working on newer schedules and they're working on um, bringing fans back, uh, but in different ways that will allow that would not violate, you know, the social distancing and, and, and violate the health stuff that they have to follow. Def- they're trying to bring in uh, different events as well. But um, that's that's all I could really say. They're just trying to bring in different events and they're trying to bring in uh different uh teams into the get into the race and they're just trying to you know be innovative if that makes sense does that make sense yeah i don't know we'll find out if it makes sense let me know um now do i think what they're saying is actually going to occur i i don't know i don't know obviously bringing fans back is going to be a challenge simply because of the fact that it's probably going to be a lot of people that want to come to the actual live event, depending on where it's at. And they're going to have to prepare for that. You know, obviously, there's going to be people who ain't going to really ain't who are not going to pay attention to some of the rules and are going to cause some discomfort to, to, to some people. And um, they have to be ready to cope with that challenge. They also have to be ready to figure out like a concession situation i mean there's plenty of stores and plenty of examples all across the world of of how different stores are coping with uh um covid but um they'll they'll just have to learn and and hopefully they learn quickly if they do not then they're gonna have to cancel you know these these live shows and these live events uh formula e honestly is is just as interesting as formula one you don't get the same feel of the engine you get more of a you know, if the, if anybody has watched Formula E, it's, it's like a it's a it's an electric whine that you hear uh, throughout the entirety of the race. And shit, I like it. You know, I like it. Nice and quiet, somewhat. Not really, but because they're still pretty loud. Um, but I think they're gonna be ready, especially for twenty twenty one. I I definitely think they're gonna be ready and, and be able to bring in fans and have different events. They're gonna change up the schedules and and try to keep everybody clean. Is the word clean? Um, non infected. That there you go, non infected, and uh, go from there. Um. Now, there's also the what's that shit called? What's that shit? Esports. Esports. Uh, there is the Formula Racing Series. Now, the Formula Racing Series, 
Blah, blah, formula racing, whatever. It's the esports team for Formula E. Basically, that's what I'm trying to talk about. They actually have up an abundance of hype behind them simply because of uh, when this COVID stuff first started. They, um, you know, the Formula Formula E or Formula One altogether innovated in how they uh, did some of the races. They did uh, virtual sim racing with um, drivers being behind, you know, the uh, virtual, not virtual, but uh, they had uh, the the racing wheel that you would use in video games and stuff like that. I have a racing wheel, as a matter of fact, for uh, the Project Cars game, um, you know, that they were using like, you know, full setup shit with, you know, real feeling brake pedal and gas and all that stuff. And uh, it picked up a lot, a lot, a lot of view or viewership, and 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 it it has a substantial audience. So obviously, I feel like they're gonna u- utilize that somehow next year a little bit more because you know as soon as they could get off the uh, virtuality of the racing, they went back to the normal racing. But um, I feel like they're gonna use that shit way more effectively next year, and. I don't know. They're gonna they're gonna make a little profit, man. They're gonna make a little profit from this from this virtual racing from that Formula Esports, man. I'm waiting on it, waiting on it, shit. And if y'all missing a slot, y'all could definitely call me up. You know what I'm saying? You know, hit me up on Twitter at the Big Ticket 07. That's where you can find me. That's where I'll be. If you need a racer, I'm your guy. <laughs> um. Now, like I said, I was supposed to have somebody on this show who actually just texted me talking about, oh, later on today could work. Nah, bro. Kiss my ass. Anyway, now I was supposed to, you know, ask him if there was a connection or anything like that. But the way I'm going to do this is I'm going to just say for those of you people who've never been interested in an event, who have never been interested in any form of racing or anything of that nature or who have had that little spark like, oh, shit, I look interesting. As of right now, there's not formula stuff going on. There's no formula events going on in America. That's all Europe. But in America, there is Moto America. That is my go-to series, and they are going to be very close by next week. Yeah, they're going to be very close by this weekend. So best believe I'm going to be there watching. Or whatever the fuck I'm allowed to do. I'm not 100% sure. I got to go over this shit again. But that was just me trying to segue into uh, Moto America. Shout out to that guy for not showing up, though. Anyway, um, what was, oh, yeah, the next round of Formula One, the Russian GP, is supposed to be at the Sochi Autodrome, September 27th. And it starts at 11.10 a.m. Boom. Now, into Moto America. Hono Superbike Championship race for NJ Motorsports Park. What the hell was I supposed to talk about? <laughs> See, I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure what I was supposed to talk about because I was supposed to have this guy on here. But um, now there's the race that just occurred uh, on today. No, yesterday on Sunday, there's there's been races all weekend and stuff like that of uh, you know the uh, Super Sport, the Hono Superbike, Stock 1000, um, the Twin Cup and the Liqui Moly Cup, 
Junior Cup. There you go, Junior Cup. Which actually I've had a little bit more interest in. I was never, I was never really interested in that Junior Cup shit. But these, 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 yo, these youngins is talented. They are very talented, and I say by all means, yo, it is just, a, it is just as exciting as watching the MotoGP uh, race. So if you want to look at some some rising stars like Rocco Landers or uh, I don't know any other names right now because I just started paying attention to that. <laughs> but if you want to see some some young kids you know really perform and really showcase some skill man definitely look into the liquid moly uh junior cup look into the junior cup and i don't know watch it man shit (laughs) um but i just wanted to do a quick recap of the nj motorsports park uh race that had occurred with moto america simply because of the fact that i am from new jersey i mean i'm not there no more but i am from there and you can't i i, I can't not speak about it you know what i'm saying because of course nj native brandon posh with a fight in the last race on sunday the third the, on sunday the 13th at nj motorsports park he finished second with a slight bump now they were he was in third okay i'm, I'm gonna tell you he was in third place Fighting, fighting, trying to overtake, forgot who the hell was in second, Escalante, trying to overtake Richie Escalante, and he cut in, and uh, and Posh cut inside and slightly bumped Escalante, just a little bit, just a little bit, not too much to knock him over or nothing like that, but just a little bump. And pushed right past him to take second. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, if he had a little bit, lo- if he had a little bit longer of a, of a, of a straightaway, I was about to say runway. If he had a little bit longer of a straightaway, ooh, he would have caught Della Kelly too, or De Kelly. I would just call him Kelly. He would have caught Kelly too. All right. Now, um, I they basically he went in a slipstream behind Kelly and then tried to come up uh, on the left side and uh, pull next to him. I think he was maybe a tire space behind, I think. So that's, you know, like nothing in, in, in the time in the time schedule. Now, I had to write up some more notes about Moto America simply because of the fact that I have been just taking notes. Now, Moto America was this weekend at Barber Motorsports. Is that also Motorsports Park? Yep, Barber Motorsports Park. Now, um, that's in where? Alabama. That was in Alabama, the recent race that occurred. Uh, the cams. The cams are really going strong. It's Cam Peterson and uh, Cameron Boubier. Is his name Cameron? I think so. I'm going to just call him Cam Boubier, too. But Boubier and Peterson have been quite effective in superbike and uh booby has been effective in superbike peterson has been effective in a stock 1000 uh Boubier is the points leader of the championship and he is up by what 31 points something like that he's up by a lot of points that's all i could tell you I know Cam Peterson is definitely up by 31 points. Uh, he was the race one winner and race two winner on Sunday. And um, 
something else, something else, something else, something else, something else, something else. Corey Alexander. Corey Alexander is in second place at 31 points behind. Just to give you a little glimpse as to how far Cam Peterson has really is really ahead. Obviously, that's probably maybe a two a two race difference, but I feel like Cam Peterson is probably going to hold that number one position for the most part. Cam Peterson number 45. I see you. That's my favorite number. Well, that's my second favorite number, 45. It's my favorite caliber. That has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. Anyway, and uh, going into the Liquid Mola Junior Cup, uh, Rocco Landers is the champions, is the points leader in the championship. Um, and like I said before, it is definitely something to pay attention to, and I will be paying way more attention to it because now I know that these kids can act or are about it, about it. They they racing, racing. They they riding, riding. You know what I'm saying they, these these kids about it, and um, that's it. <laughs> these kids about it, man. I, that shit was. I never. I I didn't think that shit was gonna be that that interesting and that uh that competitive, but it is. So definitely give it a go. You know. Um, stepping into MotoGP now, there have been a ton of mixed response. Behind um, the radio warning system I did say I was going to talk about that last week So here I am this week talking about it again Well not again But you know giving you what uh, was said After the test at Masano Now Plenty of people Plenty of people all for it Everybody liked it Overall it was well received uh, Most guys liked it uh, They liked the fact of the the, the, the auditory uh, warning in their heads In their helmets uh, Telling them that yo there's a red flag or something like that All the guys were very well receptive of it Now here's the problem That was mentioned by a good few It lets in too much wind noise It doesn't Because usually these guys have earplugs And stuff like that So they can block out wind noise And just pay attention to engine sound That way you know They can tell what what revs they're at They don't have to look down You know They could um, actually match the revs With how fast they're going This That type of stuff If you ride You know what I'm talking about And if you don't But you do ride Stop looking at the tech Listen With your ears Now (laughs) There are plenty of different riders' opinions, um, but everybody seemed to have that same consensus of it let in too much wind noise. Um, they don't want to go deaf, I guess. I, I, I don't know. I mean, that's probably not the reason. But most guys, they just feel as though that inner earpiece should be dealt with. Obviously, this was just the first go. Um, you know, there's a couple riders. There, there, there was a rider, uh, Paul Espergaro. Paul? Is it Paul or Paul? I don't know, but Espergaro... Had to stop testing the system because of the external noise, um, and he just said that it was too hot. Um, Divisioso also said uh, the sound was clear and I could hear what they say. I didn't have earplugs, so the wind sound was so high I can't hear the engine too much, like I just mentioned. Um, now, obviously, this is just the first test, so therefore, there's going to be some hiccups. There's going to be glitches, or not glitches, but there's going to be issues. Um, but all in all, it was well received by the main. Uh, group it was well received by damn near everyone but the main issue seems to just be that extra noise and that extra wind noise and they just want the uh moto gp safety committee i don't know if that's the thing but they just want that uh that extra noise situation dealt with um moving on to the amelia romagna gp 
I actually don't know how to say it. Romagna? Romagna? I don't know, man. I'm not I'm not from there. Um, Maverick Vinales coming away with a championship. Well, not championship, but coming away as a the race winner. Um Honestly, shouldn't have won. He shouldn't have won. But there were some problems with someone that I've been trying to keep my eye on. Francesco Bagnaye or Bagnaye. Bang, I don't know. His name is Bagnaye. Bagnaye. I don't. Francesco Bagnaye. All right. Who I thought was going to get the win because he got into first place very early on. And was holding the lead for a, I don't know, a long period, but a decent period. Um, obviously, there's still competitors behind him and still, you know, they're, they're still racing. But he was holding the, the lead. And the motherfucker crashed, man. I'm not 100% sure. I don't know if he lost the rear or lost the front or what the hell happened. But he lost something and ended up coming off the bike. And he was a DNF for that race. Very disappointed. But uh, Francesco Bagnaia is definitely talented. And I feel as though he's going to just bounce back real easy. Bounce back real, real effectively for the next race. Um, it's just who he is. <laughs> That's all I can say. It's just who he is. I've, I've watched this man in the last episode. I talked about his, uh, come, his, his rise, which wasn't actually from seventh place. To seventh place. Excuse me. It was from... Um, Eighth, it was from eighth place, and he worked all his and he worked his way all the way back up to second, and holding that second and defending it. Um, so I know fully well that he was he was gonna come away strong. He was gonna come away victorious in this, but uh, just a mistake, and he was very upset with himself. But it's alright though. It's always another race. Um, also, oh, um, but he does tend to strongly believe, and he's pushing the. Uh, the, not the needle, but he's pushing the message that his falling was from debris. So I guess that could be why he lost it. You know what I'm saying? Um, he could have just lost it from being a little slick on the road with gravel and stuff of that nature. That that always plays a part in the traction that these tires have. Um, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but that is what he's saying. And uh, hopefully he'll, he'll bounce back. He'll bounce back. I can't wait to see him come back. I'm sure he's gonna be pissed, and he's gonna ride so good. That didn't come all right. Let's rewind, shall we? I can't think of nothing to rewind with. Ah, oh, shit. Um, I don't know. He's gonna come back. He's gonna bounce back. I know Francesco Bagnaia is uh not gonna let some debris stop him from being great in the next race. Um. Also, um, Valentino Rossi also crashed out and did not finish. And I believe he crashed at what? Lap four or turn four? One, something with a four. He did. He was out of the race early, um, which was another podium strike for him because he has not been on podium for a while. He has been on a dry spell, not the sexual one. He has been on a dry spell for the podium and he has not been able to uh to touch third honestly for a while for a minute now and that crash didn't help him and honestly i don't think he's i think he's gonna still stay in this short little rut for the rest of this season he is the goat well respected all day every day that's the homie 
I don't know him, but that's the homie. But he's probably going to be in this rut for a good minute, for a good while. Now. And uh, Morbidelli, uh, after not feeling well in the previous race before this one, he is back in the Amelia in the ERGP, I'm going to just call it that because I don't know how to say the name. In the ERGP, he was back and he came away with ninth place. He came away with ninth place. Um, and I'm, I'm sure he was, he, I don't know if he was happy about that. But I know Morbidelli is not a ninth place kind of guy. He's definitely going to, uh, you know, up the stakes in the next race. And he's going to come back and actually uh, showcase who he really is and what he can really do. I'm putting it down right here, Morbidelli, second place at the next uh, at the next MotoGP bout. Damn it, I keep thinking this is boxing at the next MotoGP race. There you go. Damn. Um, moving on to the DTM. Did I say this was going to be a quick episode? Because I'm kind of running through this shit right now. <laughs> moving on to the DTM. Uh, this is just something that I wanted to quickly, not quickly. I might talk about it for a while. I don't know. Maybe like five minutes. Maybe. I'm pretty quick. I'm a, I'm a pretty quick talker. The DTM Dutch Touring Masters. There you go. Or Dutch. Or whatever the hell is. How do you say it? It's like D E U T S H E. And then Touring Masters, which is just. It's just German, German Touring Masters. Um, it is in hot water financially. Now. Mercedes left the DTM in 2018. Audi is leaving at the end of 2020. The only motherfucking brand that's still that's left now is BMW. Porsche left in 2017. I don't know what else they have for this German touring for this German touring series, man. Yeah, it's a long-standing series, but they're losing those teams and losing those teams is not bringing in money well means not bringing in money from the manufacturers and all that stuff who are showcasing and advertising their vehicles or the advertisements that were on the vehicles and stuff of that nature they're not making any money off that and with the covid stuff like i said for formula e it is the same thing that might have been that was a pretty loud it is the same thing for the dtm reason being they can't they can't have fans. The money that they make off ticket revenue, the, the 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 ticket revenue that they make, as well as the concessions revenue that they make, they can no longer make simply because of the fact that they now have no fans. Don't get me wrong, DTM didn't have a lot of fans anyway, but I was a fan. I still watch. Uh, I still watch. I don't care. Um, obviously, me, I got the hookups, so I get my stuff for free. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I pay. I pay. I pay. I pay what I'm supposed to. <laughs> For anybody watching the video version, keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Anyway, um, but yeah, uh, with companies dropping out, um. And the marketing unit for the DTM is basically picking up all the financial strain simply because of the fact that they are they are they are sucking the the financial blood out of DTM. They're sucking the financial blood out of the DTM. The way that it's set up is not good. It's just not good. They spend so much money on trying to market and trying to advertise and, and uh, the production of the show is is paid off by them. You know what I'm saying? They have a private uh like a private broadcast 
um, they have like a private broadcast uh, broadcasting system that they foot the bill for. Now they're still going to broadcast. They still have to broadcast the races. That's how. That's the only way you're going to reach fans. That's the only way you're going to get any viewership. Um, so, because you can't have people. You can't have anyone come into the actual event. You can't have people actually show up and sit in stands and and sit at the the the. What's that word? What's that word? What's that word? Guardrails and 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 the fences along the fences and stuff like that to actually watch the event to actually watch the race. Now. This COVID is 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 really striking a blow for the racing industry. I'm not with it. I'm not with it. Don't I would love if I got the opportunity to 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 do anything in the German touring series, to do anything in the to- in in touring in general. I don't know if I'll be able to cuz those races are usually pretty goddamn long, but I would love it if I got the opportunity. Now, with the fact that COVID has no end in sight, we don't know when ticket you don't know when ticket sales are going to come back. You don't know when concessions. And and even if it does, is that really going to be a reliable source of money to even help with the financial bullshit that the DTM is going through? I don't think so. I honestly don't think so. I don't think that they're going to be able to recover from where they're at now. I think it's just a sh- it's just going to be a decline and it's going to be it's going to be a sad moment. It's going to be a sad moment in racing history when the DTM has to be like, yo, this is the last race. We ain't going to have nothing left. We have suffered so much from 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 this financial hardship. And I, I don't know what else we got. I don't know what else we're going to do. I don't know. But I know that they are definitely suffering financially. And I'll be able to bounce back. If I could donate, I would, but I'm broke too, so suck it up. Uh, <laughs> but that's all I really have for today. I don't, I, it, episode was supposed to be long, episode was supposed to be different. Um, maybe on the next one, cause I don't know what this guy is planning on doing. Uh, I don't know if he's gonna show up. Actually, hopefully he does. If he doesn't, uh, tough cookies. But, um, Thanks for watching. Obviously, see you next week after the Russian GP. And um, feel free, you know, check back to uh, listen. I am available on all streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, just to name the biggest ones. And uh, I think Radio Public is also a big one, something like that. Um, uh, If you're watching the video version, feel free to subscribe, like, drop a comment below. Tell me anything I can improve on. I know I say uh a lot and um a lot. Um. As I just said it there again, but I don't really know how to switch that up. That's just how I speak in 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 regular terms. I think my mind works a little bit faster than my mouth does, and then I ended up having so many thoughts and words that I should be saying, but when I speak it, it just comes out as uh. <sighs> anyway, uh, rate the show five stars and definitely share with your peoples if you enjoyed. If you didn't enjoy, tell me why you didn't enjoy. It. Maybe I could work on it and you could come back and tell me if I did better on the next episode. Uh, if you want any updates on the show, yes, I'm still saying. Uh, if you want any updates on the show, feel free to hit me up at Twitter, on Twitter at the Big Ticket 07. That's the Big Ticket 07. And if you wanna catch this show on YouTube, cause I got a video version now, you can look up. YouTube.com slash Tyree Waldron, T-A-R-I-G-W-A-L-D-R-O. And and you can also just look up Let's Talk Motorsports in the search bar because I pop up 
<laughs> just scroll down a little bit look for a black guy basically all i can tell you um that's it peace